Thomas Akempis, who was a medieval author, teacher, and thinker, said, he who loves with purity considers not the gift of the lover, but the love of the giver. And that's our focus today on God as the giver. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We are in episode 167 today and praying about God the giver. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of worship. And today's worship is going to be from a verse that you will all find super familiar, maybe the most famous scripture in all of the Bible, John 3.16. And it says, For God loved the world in this way. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. We'll get to this a little bit more in the, in the days to come. But since we're focusing on God the giver this morning, I thought it made sense to start with worship around this verse, around this ultimate gift that He gave, because uh, we're not going to do that in, in the verses down below. I, I left this one out of the verses below. So we're going to start with this. God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So let's pray. Father, you are the ultimate giver and you've given us the ultimate gift. You gave us yourself. You've given your son as sacrifice. Jesus, you gave your own life for us. You've given the spirit to come and live with us. I can't imagine any more profound a gift than your own life, than the life of your son, than giving us the spirit. And I'm so appreciative of that today and just want to say thank you. We'll be saying thank you for a lot of things in the next few days, but as we look at who you are as a giver today, I think that we have to start here. You are the ultimate giver, and this was the ultimate gift, and I just want to honor you for this this morning and say thank you. Pray that you would open our hearts today to whatever you have to teach each one of us, whatever you have to say, even if it's not teaching, whatever you have to say to each one of us. I ask that you would move in our hearts to be so... Yeah, I just completely lost the end of that sentence. I hate when that happens, especially live. Um... Thank you for this gift. Thank you for being the giver that you are. As we walk through these verses about you as a giver, I pray that you would speak to our hearts about those truths, that we would know you a little bit better, that we would recognize you a little bit more clearly, that our relationship would be um, a little deeper, a little more enhanced, a a little clearer, a little maybe deeper was the right word, more intimate. Maybe that's what I was looking for, that our relationship would be a little more intimate as we understand you as the giver. And I pray that if there are things in our minds and our hearts that are not understanding you correctly, uh, not knowing you as we should, then I pray that you would correct those things today as we walk through this idea of, of you as a giver. I think that there are sometimes misconceptions that we can have about how you give and when you give, and I, I pray that you would speak to each one of us if you find those in our attitudes this morning. Thank you for the ultimate gift, and I pray that your presence would be so powerful with us in this time that we would be um, not just for the sense of, of powerful, but we 
We want you. We want to know you more, more better. <laughs> we want to know you better. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so it obviously feels like today is going to be one of those days where I am awkwardly searching for words with you. <laughs> so hopefully you can look past that. Last week, we looked at what scripture says about the importance of gratitude and how we should practice it. Those last two episodes, that's what we covered. This week, we're going to shift to both the object of our gratitude and the gifts that he gives. When we are grateful as Christ followers, that gratitude is aimed towards something or actually towards someone. Our gratitude is directed toward God. So the next episode, we'll begin taking a look at some of the gifts he's given us and expressing gratitude for them. But today, we're going to pray through the truth that God is a giver and and look at the different facets of that giving. Throughout scripture, we see that he is a giver. He tells us over and over and over again. He gives strength in Psalm 29, 11. He gives the desires of your heart in Psalm 37, 4. He gives grace and glory, Psalm 84, 11. He gives what is good, Psalm 85, 12. He gives perseverance and encouragement from Romans 15, 5. He gives life to all things in 1 Timothy 6.13, and he gives the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ in 1 Corinthians 15.57. We're going to pray through some of these in episodes to come, but I just wanted to mention them today and let them wash over you. Just hear them again, these things that he's given you, strength, the desires of your heart, good things, perseverance, encouragement, life, wisdom, victory. God does this and much more because of who he is. Paul told the Philippians that they should have the same attitude that Jesus had in Philippians 2.5. Because of his love, Jesus gave himself as a sacrifice. Incredible obedience, incredible humility, beyond what we can imagine. This is a quote from Nancy Schaffner. She says, we are often identified by our profession. For example, my husband is an engineer, my sister is a teacher, my older brother is a doctor, and my younger brother is a contractor. Similarly, God is identified as love. It doesn't say that God is a love. No, he is love. His character, his personality, his presence, his thinking, everything about him is love. He's the source of love. He's a perpetual spring, ever giving and ever flowing with the healing water of love. And this is the power that drives his giving. So I have five verses today that will help us see different aspects of God as a giver. The very first one is James 1, 16 through 17, and it says this, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. I'm going to read each one and we'll pray through that one rather than read them all first because they don't have a storyline to them and they're just random order here. James 1, 16 through 17. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Let's pray. Father, you are eternally the same. I can bank on the fact that if you were a giver in the time of the writing of scripture, then you are a giver now. The things that we are to uncover about you and earth about your character in these verses to come, they were true when this scripture was written and they are just as true now. I can count on the fact that these are still true and will never change. Help us to not be deceived. Help us to not look at the gifts and the giver, you, in ways that are false. Let us not be deceived about the gifts. Let us not be deceived about the giver. Every good and perfect gift comes from you, comes from the Father of lights. Every good and perfect gift comes 
from you. We honor you today as the one, as the source, as the giver. And we ask you to open our eyes to those good and perfect gifts that you have given us. Some you detail in scripture, some were very personal in an area or a family, and some you have specifically, simply individually for each one of us. You have given me specific gifts. Help me to see them. Help me to value them. Help me to have an overflowing amount of gratitude for those gifts. James 1.5 says, Now if, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. Father, I know this verse is speaking about wisdom, and we thank you for its promise. And Proverbs says it is like the most precious gold and jewels, that we should value it like that. And I thank you for that wisdom and for that promise, the wisdom that you've given for the promise. But the reason I wanted to pray through this verse with you this morning is is this little insert of a description that James gives says that you give to all generously and ungrudgingly let my giving be the same way let me emulate your heart in my giving generously and ungrudgingly but helps me also understand that that's how you give to me you want to give with this overwhelming generosity and without a single bit of grudging. Like so many times we might feel like uh, we give too much or we're being asked to give too much. That if I give, there will be nothing left. That I resent the idea that I have to give this thing. Sometimes that's circumstances that, that drive me to that giving, but sometimes it's just simply culture. Sometimes it's my own heart. But you are not like that. You never run out of the things that you give us. They are an unending supply. And you give generously and without grudging. When I ask you for something, you don't have any like, oh, she's asking too much feelings or really, I have to give this again. Like that is so far and away not your character. Instead, you are completely generous. Give without grudging. And I pray that we would come to you with the confidence that that should inspire in us. That, that your generosity and your ungrudging nature, that these are foundations that we can be sure of. And when we ask for things, we are freed from that perspective. Help us to see the truth of who you are as a giver. 1 Timothy 6.17 says, Instruct those who are rich in the present age not to be arrogant or to set all their hope on the uncertainty of wealth, but on God who richly provides us with all things to enjoy. Father, again, thank you for this perspective on and the instruction on who we are to be and what we are to value. I pray that you would sink that into our hearts, that we would not be setting our hope on the uncertainty of wealth. But really why I wanted to talk to you about this verse today was this idea that you richly provide us with all things to enjoy. It extends this generosity and tells me, that the things that come from you, I should be enjoying. Help me step into the gifts that you have given us with the freedom to enjoy them fully, with the freedom to grasp them and use them and, and love them in a way that is vibrant and bubbling over with enjoyment. Sometimes I think that we get so serious, and we should be serious, but it's not all there is. You are a God of laughter, a God of enjoyment, a God of rich joy. 
I pray that we would step into those things that you have given us and enjoy them. You also are our provider. You say that you will richly provide all things for our enjoyment. You will richly provide all things. I ask that you would help us remember that you have this abundance to give, this abundance of love, this abundance of life, abundance of strength, all the things that we mentioned early on and let roll over our hearts. Like these don't have, there's no end to what you can give us. Help us to come as children with confidence and with joy and with enthusiasm and with the knowledge that you want to give out of the richness of your blessings. Help us to remember who you are as a giver when we ask for the things that we need. Help us to remember that you will richly provide us with all things to enjoy. Psalm 84:11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord grants favor and honor. He does not withhold the good from those who live with integrity. Father, as your children... Help us to be living in integrity. You are a sun, a shield, and you grant favor and honor. I pray that we would be found living and desiring righteousness and living lives of integrity. And as we do that, help us remember to know deep in our hearts that you do not withhold good. When we ask for things, well, this gets into a whole theology of prayer that I don't really want to pray through today, but... I do want to ask you to teach us about prayer and answers and how you respond to us. And this idea that you do not withhold good from those who live lives of integrity. Certainly, our perspective on what's good at any given moment might be different than yours because you, you know way more than we do. But let us trust in that, that you know that you are good and that you don't withhold your good from us. Romans 8.32 says, He did not even spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him grant us everything? We started with the the verse, John 3.16, that you've given your son for our sins. Did not even spare him. Something so close to you, a third of this relationship that we call the Trinity, you gave him up for us. You sent him to live with us. He came from heaven and was born a helpless child. You gave him to us. You gave him over to a cruel death as well. If you would give us that, if you would give us this most precious of all things, how will you not also grant us the other things that we need? Pray that you would settle this in our hearts when we look at you as the giver. You don't withhold You've given us everything, and you have an endless supply of good things to give us. We honor you today as the good giver, the ultimate, the best gift giver it's even possible to imagine. And yet I know that your giving goes so far beyond what I can think about, so far beyond what I can grasp. And we earnestly, humbly thank you for that today. Grow our gratitude for that in our minds and help us remember as we think through this idea of gratitude this month that that this this is the basis that the gifts are amazing and we're so grateful for those and we'll we'll talk about that gratitude soon but help us remember that it always comes back to the giver we thank you for the gifts but we honor the giver 
help our gratitude be grown into this thing where they are inseparable, that as we look at the gifts, that we just see the heart of the giver and that our joy and our value and our honor is given to the giver as well as the gifts, even more so than the gifts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me, friends, today. I so appreciate you being here with me, whether it's live or whether it's on the replay or whether it's through the podcast. So grateful that you're with me. If you found it helpful, we'll be back on Wednesday and we will be praying through some of the gifts, some of the things that scripture tells us that God has given. And we will be thanking him for the gifts and seeing how that paints him as a giver as well. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend helps more people find our show and be able to pray with us. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. And my heart is that as we do this twice a week, as we pray these scriptures together, that we would grow in our prayer life, that we would grow in our ability to handle or utilize scripture in this way. And I pray that he would answer these prayers in mighty ways in your life and in mine. But most of all, what I really want is that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we're speaking. Amen. Amen.